and more stuff. But still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to um those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local dog. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth partying with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message Goodwill in the Ad Council. Dear John, I was hoping it wouldn't come to this, but you've left me no choice. I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is really serious, and lately you seem to really not care. I've been there for you since day one, and I know you think I'm going to keep ticking. But no matter, I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to the good times when we were more active and ate more healthy foods? And you checked on me every once in a while. Is that too much to ask? I don't want to leave, but unless you stop ignoring me, what else am I supposed to do? Remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart. Don't let it quit on you. Doing the minimum to control your high blood pressure isn't doing enough. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get your blood pressure to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. Check, change, control. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Jason Derulo. A lot of music connects to people all over the country. But unfortunately, so does something else. Childhood hunger. 15 million kids struggle with hunger right here in America. And yet, every year, billions of pounds of surplus food in the U.S. go to waste instead of going to the children in need. Feeding America is working to change this. The Feeding America nationwide network of food banks rescues this surplus of food to help provide meals to families in virtually every community in the United States, including yours. But they just can't do this alone. Join me in the fight against hunger in America. For more information on what you can do to get involved, visit feedingamerica.org. That's feedingamerica.org. Together we can solve hunger. Together, we're feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, everyone. You let us stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good. Huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They'd be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or shut because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. <laughs> Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment today. Call 8774-DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Music is a bridge between the material and the spiritual. My name is Harvey Lauer, and I'm 82. 
as a blind person, you have to be aware that nobody can tell you what you can or can't do. You really have to try things. My bought me a little radio in 1940, and that was the best Christmas present I ever got. When I was 11 years old is when I started to uh, play music, play the piano, and then the accordion, and then the cello. My wife, who was also blind, was a good cook. When she died, that's when I started Meals on Wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six cases is the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by taking your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This is brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Air Council. Worldwide Sports Radio Network. I'm better than you, and you know it. Yes, Welcome to Off the Mats with Alex Sloat, Josh Silverberg, Lyle Gill. Are we good? We're live? I hear it going in and out, so I'm not sure. <laughs> Speedy, we good? Yep. All right. Awesome. <laughs> I heard it going in. I didn't know if you were clear or not. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the only wrestling talk show here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. And now on Bodyslam.net. Welcome to Off the Match, running you every Friday from going forward. Likely will be from 6 to 7, but we still have the 5.30 time slot. I am Josh Silverberg. Uh, I'm not alone tonight. I, of course, have uh, an old friend of mine, uh, Mr. Speedy Petey, who is going to be joining us. In a couple of minutes, but my tag team partners are not here tonight. No Lyle Gillen. He is out for the last Islander game of the season tonight. And no Alex Lowe's, who is taking a hiatus for a little while. Um, we'll see when he's back. That's okay. We're going to get into a lot tonight. Like I said, um, you know, I talked to Cassidy Haynes. I talked to, obviously, Speedy. I talked to Errol. Um, we've decided we're going to do like an NFL draft show because this is the first show on the network that is recapping the first round of the draft. So I think it'll be a great idea to have it like an old sports lab match weekend crunch time that we did, which, uh, Speedy and I got to do one time, just the two of us. So we are going to get into the NFL draft and all that before we get into everything and, you know, talk about all the wrestling stuff going on, which we're going to do five or ten minutes or so, probably just on, you know, we'll do a quick thing with AEW on CM Punk and Hangman Adam Page being announced and the WWE releases today. Um, Here's how you can listen to our show and other shows as well. You download our app. Our app is completely free. All you do is you have an iPhone. You go to the Apple Store. You type in WWSRN. If you have an Android, you go to the Google Play Store. You type in Worldwide Sports Radio. Click on that. All free. You can listen to all of our shows. This You can look at our schedules, old clips. Something you maybe you want to rewatch or re-listen to. If you're driving, you listen to the audio feed. If you have a smart speaker, you can have the an Alexa or anything play. WSRN 
and or um, you could also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Periscope, and also now on Bodyslam.net, which is one of the, if not the best wrestling inside website out there in the world today. Check us out on their YouTube page and all their other great shows that they have going on too with Bodyslam.net. We're so happy to be partnering with them now. Uh, so yeah, um, let me just, I want to just do this quick and I, I, I'm going to talk at the same time while I do this. I'm going to multitask. It'll be fascinating to see. Um, I'll get into the Hangman Adam Page CM Punk announcement, which is coming up um, at Double or Nothing. It was it was um, it was officially announced that the main event at Double or Nothing for the AW Whatever Championship is in fact going to be Hangman Adam Page and CM Punk, which to me is a wonderful idea. It's a great idea, and the reason being is because CM Punk is very over right now. Adam Page is very over right now. I'm just pulling up the NXT releases. Um, you know, and the crazy thing about it is this is something that we we were going back and forth. Uh, Lana, the past couple of weeks, we're going back and forth. We were saying, okay, who's going to challenge Adam Page for the heavyweight championship at uh, Double or Nothing? Like, who is it going to be? Where, where, Who's the one that's going to challenge him? And then lately, CM Punk been doing the... The heavyweight uh, championship signal, or they call it this kind of double check signal, and Rogers terms, um, and everything like that. Oh, let's see, and I just want to make sure I get this. Let me just get it up. So yeah, I mean that was pretty much, um, you know, um, you know, I, th- I think it's an interesting thing that. They, they are going with this, but you know what? With the Forbidden Door pay-per-view opening up, I think it's going to be... Um, I think it's going to be something that... Um, that they look at as saying, okay, if CM Punk wins, what can they do with the Forbidden Door show? That's where I think the whole thing is really important. Um, so to me, uh, we'll, we, we will see going forward. Who wins the belt? I think it is going to be CM Punk. That's my take on it. Um, you know, like I said, I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, let me get to this quick, and then I'm going to bring Speedy in after. But I do like the idea of the Punk page match because it adds an element to the show that I think is going to be special because it also adds something for the Forbidden Door pay-per-view. As CM Punk going in as the champion, I think that adds a little bit. And it's also in Chicago, so that definitely a big thing. All right, let me get to the big names. Um, those that have been released by NXT, and this has been confirmed by our own Cassie Haynes and also by Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com. Want to give credit where credit is due. Um, Dakota Kai has been released, Malcolm Bivens has been released, uh, all of Diamond Mine has been released except for Roderick Strong. Um, who else? Let's see. I'm trying to see who else has been released. Also, Bivens did not want to resign with them back in, I believe it was February. Um, yep, he said he didn't want to do it. Uh, Paige Prince Zavali and Blair Baldwin have been released. Harlan, yep, Parker Bordeaux has been released. Harlan, it's crazy. It's literally in the middle of a storyline right now. Um, Prince of Parada, Stephanie DeLaundry has been released. Jack George, or Vishkan has been released. Draco Anthony, Brandon Chase, Cruz has been released. Miller Milani, Kelly Morgan, 
We have a Devon Jalen Williams. Dexter Loomis has been released. So a lot of releases um, have gone down today. Uh, so to me, it's it's uh, sad, of course, when this always happens. It's, it really does suck. People losing their job, and it's never a good time, honestly. Um, to you know, to have um, to have something like that is just. It's really tough because these are people's lives and it's happened so many times where people, you know, and this is always the time where WWE does it. They do the cuts and the losses and everything like that. And it's, you know, it, these people get on their feet. It's a matter of where will they go? Will it be an independent scene? Will it be AW? Will it be ROH? Will it be Impact? Will it be MLW? Will it be New Japan? That's always the question that's always being asked around. So... I mean, like I said, we'll, we'll we'll see where these these guys and girls land. I know Dakota Kai, Dexter Loomis, Malcolm Bibbins will be fine. Parker Bordeaux, I think, is going to be really fine. Um, but we'll see going forward. But you know, I wish we wish them all the best, of course, and with their future endeavors and all that stuff like that. You know, not to be the WWE quote, but all right, bring him in. Come on, Speedy. Come on in. There he is. He's been waiting patiently. He's very excited about this. I know he's he's ecstatic. Yep, yeah, because yes. you know, Reeves so scenario. <laughs> Who would have thought we were the two that were going to break this down after the draft first round is over? Um, <laughs> it's just funny because I I knew Lyle was going to be out today. He told me the other day. And then I thought in my head, I knew Alex was out. So, yeah, I think Speedy, your mic is kind of going in and out a little bit. So I don't know if you need to do anything with that. But I, I might have cut you off. I didn't mean to. I, I think you might have thought you were done. So if you want to check it after. Um, and it was so funny because last night, Lyle texted me and said, why don't you and Speedy do like a draft show? And I'm like, that's so funny because I talked about Speedy to Speedy about doing that the other day anyway, as it was. And it worked perfectly to the point where I said, okay, this is going to work out great because none of my guys are here. I love Speedy. I love working with Speedy. I've said this time and time again. Speedy is um, the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, and I've told him that numerous times. He is the network. He makes a network. He's the engine that makes a network go. So I figured why not have it be perfect I know he loves the draft, can't get enough of it. Um, so I've let Speedy come on today, and we're going to talk a little bit draft. So it's around 7 o'clock because I think we both want to watch the second round because both of our teams suck so much that they're hot picking high in the second round again. Uh, Speedy, you're lagging a little bit, though. At least they're doing well, though, finally. Yeah, I was going to say, your team. <laughs> mm. you're lagging a little bit. Let me see. There we go. All right. Not too bad. It could be a little better. There we go. You got it now. Uh, how's the mic sound? Mic is clear for your for me. Yeah, the mic sounds clear now. Yeah, you just like it a little yeah. bit, but that's okay. All right. Obviously, we, we're going to start with the locals here in New York. Um, I guess we could both agree that New York, New York – kind of won the first round of the draft um, in the first round. Um, I don't think you could have asked for 
a better scenario. I know you're a Giant fan. We'll get to the Giants in a second, but I think we should start with the Jets first because they did have one more pick and they made the trade. Um, and it was very funny that when I spoke to Errol on the phone, it was yesterday, you know, because he was supposed to call me today, and of course he didn't. He was in the gym. Um, I said I gave him three players of my two picks. Um, two of those, two of those, three of those guys I said were uh, Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. Uh, I really wanted Sauce. I really wanted Gardner. Um, and Jermaine Johnson. I'm a big Jermaine Johnson guy. I, I, I and Errol <laughs> said to me, well, you're only going to get two of them. <laughs> I said, okay, fine. I'll be happy with two of them. That's great. It's awesome. And instead, I got three of them. And to me, I mean, Joe Douglas, listen, they got to play on the field, right? That's the name of the game. Like, they could have the greatest draft in the world. You could have an A-plus draft grade, and your draft still sucks because the players don't produce. To me, Joe Douglas knocked it out of the park yesterday. Um, you couldn't, I think there's actually confidence in the building for the Jets for the first time in forever with Salah, with Douglas. It's just so crazy. It's just so, it, the funny thing too is for let Speedy go, it's you see the videos of the phone calls to the draft players, like Salah's screaming sauce and Douglas is ecstatic. And then Woody Johnson comes on. Hey, yeah, I'm just going to, like, you know, let you know. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll allude to what the coach said. You know, we're so excited to have you here. I mean, like, it just brings the mood down entirely when Woody Johnson and Christopher get on the phone. It's, like, such negativity with the way they are. But they got three needs, Speedy. They got a shutdown corner. They got a number one receiver. And they got a pass rusher that some thought he could go as high as four to the Jets. Um why the slide happened, we'll never know. But the Jets hit on three needs, and now we wait till seven o'clock. And maybe doesn't Nicobe Dean fall to them? Jaquari Brissett from Penn State fall to them? Do they go offensive line with the kid from Central Michigan? I think Dean is the dream scenario. Um, that's like the cherry on top. Speedy, what were your thoughts on just seeing what the Jets did? But not even just what they did, but the way Johnson fell. And the after Doug was set, you've been trying since 15 to get back into the first round, and you finally got it at, I believe it was 24, 24 or 26. 26 with Tennessee. 26 with Tennessee. What were your thoughts on the Jets as a whole with the first round and how it went down? Dream scenario, even more than you would have ever expected. You were saying, all right, you're going to get two of those players, and you're have to leave one position out or you're gonna have to take it as a potential best player available scenario like they got with sauce and jermaine johnson falling to 26 definitely was surprising i had him as pass rusher number three i actually had him ranked number one i don't know why he went number one but still a pretty good pass rusher and garrett wilson is the best in terms of scheme fit offense and they need the type of player to go along with Elijah Moore because the other are great overall route runners. That's why they trouble there in that offensive scheme that this year. Speedy, your mic's going in and out and a little bit. They, 
Yeah, your mic's going the, in a little bit again. Yeah, it's the it's, no, That's not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your mic's going a little bit in and out. I don't know if you're able to fix that, but do you want to? Can you do just the audio thing with the computer, or you need the mic, right? I'll try. Yeah, I'll try. Yeah, I figured that way it might just be easier. That way you don't have to hold the mic or anything like that. So, that. But Speedy alludes yeah, to it perfectly. Say it something better. I'm off the yeah, I'm off the camera. Yeah, yeah, it definitely sounds yeah, better. I, I mean, it sucks you're not on the screen, okay. but it's. Yeah, right, I'll, stay, I'll stay off camera. So I was just mainly. <laughs> But, but, but going back Garrett to what you were saying, was, yeah, you were saying about Garrett Wilson. Yeah, he's like the best route runner that they needed for that kind of offense. The way they use so much motion. He carries over from the Kyle Shanahan type offense who always leads the lead. Both percentage per snap. And Garrett Wilson's that type of guy to make that kind of thing work. And on the defensive you, side, you got... Again. I was going to say, do you see a little bit of Debo Samuel in Wilson? Because he is used as a hybrid where he is known used as a halfback slot down out route guy. You know, I know he's only six feet tall. I know he's only 183 pounds. But if you look at his vertical jump, it's you can't teach something like that. And to me, I think he stretches out the field so much more because we know Zach Wilson is a gunslinger. Do you feel that that's why they went Wilson? Because they feel, okay, we're not getting Debo. He's as good as we're going to get and pay, not have to pay him the money we would have had to pay Debo. It's interesting because I, I think he'll be a better pure wide receiver than Debo will be. And then he'll be used as the motion type running out of the backfield slot receiver type to go after the catch as well. I think our skills are a little different in terms of both the physical build because Debo is bigger too. He's, he's 220. 20 pounds, whereas Garrett Wilson, like you were saying, is smaller. But Garrett Wilson doesn't have any of the issues that a lot of other receivers his size have had coming into the league, where he's he's also good with contests. He's also good with powering through defenders if he needs to and breaking receivers coming into the NFL that are under 200 pounds or under or six foot six one in that range. I've had those kinds of issues. I don't see Garrett Wilson having those kinds of issues. So, yeah, they might use a Debo Samuel. I think they also could use Elijah Moore, like a Debo Samuel type role, too. They started to do that at points last year before he got hurt. So they'll mix it up. But I think as a pure receiver, he will end up being better than Debo Samuel. So, um, I, I, I asked with, with the whole thing with – because there are some people out there that are questioning why take Gardner when you need a pass rusher and why would you pass on Thibodeau. And we'll get to Thibodeau in a second. I thought the Giants did a good job picking Thibodeau. My 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 fear is with Thibodeau is he's all about the brand. He's not all in in football. And that kind of scares me a little bit, especially being in New York. But how do you see – Gardner doing – I mean, the guy allowed one catch from negative two yards in the playoff game against Jamison Williams. Healthy. Didn't allow a touchdown his entire three years at Cincinnati. And how do you see Jameis – and how do you see um, – see now, like Jermaine Johnson doing for the Jets as a, the edge rusher? Because to me, I had it as – my rankings were Hutchinson one – Man, I saw that Equanu Johnson video speed that I alluded to on the phone earlier. That got me close with this Thibodeau thing, man. I mean, how do you see both Gardner and Johnson fitting with this Jet team? I'll start with Johnson. 
and I, I had him ahead of Trayvon Walker. And at the time, at the time before he got hurt, him and David Ajabo were the two that were close ones. Now Ajabo's going to fall the second round because of his injury. But Johnson's explosive good that I think he needs the – he has the speed rusher to be perfect system that we've seen Robert Sala take a lot of these guys that were – veteran careers as defensive ends that were probably first or second rounds on our teams and worked with the 49ers. And I th- think the way this game works fits that type of speed rusher perfectly. He's got a great burst of the outside explosiveness that I think his moves both the uh, Speedy, you're going in and out again. Sorry. You're, you're, you're lagging. You're just go, you're, your mic is going in and out. So I don't know if you're, if you're able to fix that or anything like that. But We'll, we'll definitely we'll get Speedy back on when he's ready to go and everything. If you want to type it to me when you say you're ready in the chat thing, yeah, I don't know what's going on with the mic. Usually it's awesome. Of course, the day that I want to do this show with Speedy, it's not working. But, um, you know, really quick, like I said, there was a video that was on YouTube of a guy analyzing a game between Iki Iguanu and Jermaine Johnson. And Jermaine Johnson bullied Iquanu in that game. So, to, you know, to me, when I see a guy like Jermaine Johnson, which I'm trying to figure out why he slid, it doesn't m- make any sense to me why he fell in this draft. There was nothing that came out about his character. There was nothing that came out his about his skill set. Maybe some teams were thinking one-year wonder everything like that. I'm not sure. I don't know. I was confused. But when I look at what the Jets did in this first round, and everybody says, why would you want a corner? The Jets haven't had a shutdown corner since Revis. And they've tried over and over again. They tried with D. Milner. was a failure. They tried with when I drafted other guy like Kyle Wilson, it was a disaster. Gardner to me just feels different. He's confident. He is a knowledgeable kid that has a head on his shoulders, loves the game of football. You hear him talk, the whole sauce mantra. I think he's going to fit Sala perfectly for to me. I think it's going to work out perfectly for the Jets and how this fell. Speedy, you up again? Or you're not up yet. This program is on my computer. Is that is that helping anything? Let me see. Did you say something. Yeah, I was going to say more on Jermaine Johnson. That this his speed, I think, is definitely perfect for this kind of defense, and it's definitely surprising he slid because of but that. Why, but why because... do you think he slid, though? Do you have any guesses? Because nothing came out. No, it really wasn't. It was just nothing more than. There were a lot of receivers taken in the team. I think that's what it was. It was receivers that just kept being picked. Because it, it's not like there were a lot of major reaches either. I think the, I think the Texans 15, Kenya Green was a bit of a reach. Washington. Um, you could, Washington. Washington, yeah, Washington taking Dotson. I like Dotson, but I'm surprised. Not, not at 11. Yeah. yeah not, Dotson is well, definitely he, not better than Trey Burks. There's no way. No. Now, Traylon Burks, I really like. So I, I'm surprised. Yeah, I love Traylon Burks. Yeah. I'm surprised that he went in that area too. And and I would say, I guess, 20, with the Steelers, I mean, they could have 
Tampa Bay didn't have to. So, like, uh, let's Kenny not forget New England, by the way. They're reached. Well, they traded back. They traded back. So, that wouldn't the fact that uh, Jermaine yeah, but, Jefferson. Yeah, but, 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 Speedy, the guy had a third round grade. No, I know. I, that's like a he went to Tennessee thing. Chattanooga. They also traded it back, though. So, it was Kansas City's. They took Trent McDuffie, which is a need for them. I can understand why they did that because they're corn. I thought the Palafits pick was a great pick too by the Chiefs. It was a great pick Brilliant. for them. Brilliant pick. Fell as did because he's powerful too. He's got a good combination. I don't know what the teams didn't see in them comparatively to to him. His value initially more in the teens. I was surprised. So with that, what's your, what, guess, what are your thoughts on Sauce? Sauce is well-rounded. I think he's physical, can play both man and zone combo. And it's Robert Sala, I think, the flex of that more because he played a lot of zone last year, and he wants to play more man. That's that's what's going to help in terms of being a, having a more well-rounded defense. And I think it's a perfect complement to have a team that are more of the quicker type guys. Sauce is very fast for his size, too, and I, he's still very good. And I think the Jets, if they were targeting Jets, Jermaine Johnson that whole time because they loved him. They did it 26 or whether they got him at 10 like a lot of people were supposed to. Sauce was a perfect plan for that thing to work because it was their other big need. They didn't need offensive line as much. There were a lot of rumors with Aquano potentially going number four. And I also don't think that the Jets were trying to trade back at four. I think they might have considered it at 10, but then Garrett Wilson fell to them. So I think it was the perfect. You could thank the Falcons for that. that. Sorry, Cassidy. You could thank the Falcons for that. But I think it was the perfect pick for them at four. If one, they were targeting Jermaine Johnson the whole time, and two, you need a physical corner in today's NFL. A lot of the it's not easy just to run with guys the way these receivers are so quick now. You have to be either a physical zone or press at the line of scrimmage and play man. And his ball skills are so. I love the pick for Gardner at four. So, so let's let's get into your New York Giants. Um, and you know, with me, listen, you can't go wrong with Thibodeau. Um, the one fear you have is is New York going to eat him alive? And two, is he all in on football? Is football his main importance? I know he made the he did the interview after the draft yesterday. When you wake up in the morning, I'm working. When you're sleeping at night, I'm working. And when you're in the fourth quarter, you're standing on the edge of your seat. Um, and then he said, I sleep, I'll sleep when I'm dead and everything like that. Great. Clearly the kid took public speaking classes because that's a great quote. It's a matter of with Thibodeau, how well is he going to really do in this major market? You know, because let's call it like it is. Aiden Hutchinson went to Michigan. It's a big conference. Jermaine Johnson won ACC Defensive Player of the Year, even though the ACC was coming down. So, you know, don't forget, Thibodeau also had some injury concerns at Oregon. I still love the pick for the Giants. Um, You can't go wrong. I know there's some people that are wondering, well, if they would have taken an offensive lineman at five, they could have taken Mickey, maybe Icky at five and went Thibodeau at seven. But then you have the fear that somebody's going to trade up or you fear the Panthers are going to take Thibodeau then, and then you lose out on that. Now, listen, if they got Icky and Thibodeau, that's a, <laughs> it's a grand slam. Um, 
this is a home run for them in this round. The question I have with Evan Neal is this whole medical thing with his knees. Is it legitimate or was this just a smokescreen to get him to drop? Because some people do do that. Um, and was Charles Cross a better fit? Because he's a better pass blocker than a run blocker. Than a run blocker. You know, so uh, what were your thoughts when you when you saw this? Because to me, I thought the I thought in this first round, I thought the Jets went one and the Giants went two. What were your thoughts with the Giants picks? Yeah, I, I'm definitely worried about the the packing issues with Thibodeau. I think that's really the only thing. I'm not as worried about the the. He has his own noise canceling headphones and all that bling that he has. I, I'm not going to really that as much. The yeah, nice suit suit yesterday, by the way, his suit was nice yesterday with the bling on the jacket. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Him and Sauce both had the nice This year <laughs> it was one of those. That was huge. That thing. But, I love that thing. That chain with the sauce yeah. bottle. Oh my God. I've got to uh, get me one of those yeah. now. Um, just don't walk around and hat him with that. I'm just saying. Don't, don't do that. But yes. But, yeah, Thibodeau, I, I, the Giants got a the prospect they should have gotten. I think, yes, you could worry about a team trading up to potentially steal Thibodeau and take the offensive line you want, because I think they liked I, I think they liked Aquanu a little more, but I think they were okay with the fact that the Panthers could just take one. I think being how much they needed pass roster and how much upside Thibodeau still had, I think it was the best pick they could have made. I don't think, I think there's more threats to Thibodeau. I was going to say, I, I think the issue was, and that's why the Jets took Gardner, because they, I think I think if the Jets took Thibodeau, then, or they took Iguanu, which I, the Jets were never going to take Thibodeau, by the way. There was never, I knew no, it was never going to happen. It was no. never going to happen. Um, the Giants were going to take Gardner. The Giants were 100% going to take Gardner. I think the scenario with Gardner was, I think they are trying to, options with James Bradbury. If they traded James Bradbury before the draft, I think it was inevitable they were going to take Gardner. Because and I want like... to thank the Texans, by the way, for drafting Derek Stingley. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate you. Yeah, that, that seemed like a scenario that was going to happen that was really going around for the last week or so. Uh, we had John Daigle back on the show on Tuesday, and he was saying that like they have pretty much a lot of this point that Houston loves Stingley. But yeah, if, if Gardner fell to seven, it seemed like that's what the Giants were going to do if they traded Bradbury, or even if they thought they could trade Bradbury even after that pick, that was going to be the direction they were going to go in. And that wasn't, again, I, I love Gardner. It's great. He's a phenomenal player. I still wanted the pass rusher a little more because I think the Giants still have enough depth to make that kind of thing work where they don't really have that explosive pass rusher. Ojalari had a nice rookie year, but I don't know if I, I consider him a like full-blown number one pass rusher like I think Thibodeau can be. They don't have to manage the injuries with both of them. You, you, you mentioned Evan Neal. No, go on. You mentioned Evan Neal did have some knee problems. I was hearing that. Same. I think the Giants are really winning this year anyway. I don't, this is supposed to be a year of improvement. You bring in a new coaching staff, bring in a, a new GM that came from Buffalo. Look, look Buffalo their first year. They just made an improvement. Everyone thought they were going to be the worst team in football. They were 7-9. and nine, They were competitive. And the next year, they made the play that new regime when Josh Allen came in. And I think that's that should be the expectations for Giants. I don't know if they're the NFC's weak. I mean who knows? They might be they might be eight of the conferences right now outside of the NFC West. But they 
he's going to get his injuries properly if they're going to make both those two picks. If they do that and the injuries aren't a long-term deal, he's nailed a top-two defensive end. And I think on top, the best tackle with Evan Neal. Uh, give me, because I know we're going to sign off soon, give me a pick, not including the Jets or the Giants that you love, and give me a pick in this first round that you just first had, like, scratching your head saying, what the hell were they thinking? I'm really surprised Trayvon Walker was that guy. Not the rumors weren't there, but he only really got this hype about him. Month ago, when Dabo got hurt, I didn't like the story that came out too last night. Yeah, our accident. Yeah, I saw that too. Well, listen, uh, and we don't know the you know we don't know the details, but like if you hit one park car, that's fine. But if you're hitting two park cars, something going on there, man. Yeah, just the, his hype just it's way too sudden. Like all at 13 once, thirteen and a half sacks, speedy in three years. It's not gonna. Cut yeah, it. and he was near the full time number one pack. Rusher with Georgia ever. They had Adam Anderson a year before he got the, his domestic violence charges and he couldn't play the rest of the year. Before that, it was Ojalari, like I was saying with Giants, that Nolan Smith, uh, CNN, and Nicobe Dean, they weren't all used as all great linebackers that drew attention. And then you had Devontae Wyatt and Jordan Davis. <laughs> a lot of talent. And don't I never thought he emerged as that number one guy. So for him to go number one was very shocking to me. I think was, I think the only weird first top 10 pick, in my opinion, I know you, you're you Drake London. I understand that, but I, Atlanta does need a receiver. So it makes a lot of sense to miss the guy they like the most. Yeah. After that, it just really rest top 10. It was pretty normal. Uh, a pick I, a, a picks I do really like, I like the, the what the Ravens did in this draft a lot too. You went to the Chiefs being great value picks late. The Ravens with Kyle Hamilton and Tyler Linderbaum. I think both of those are tremendous values where they ended up getting them. I know they had to trade Hollywood Brown to get it, but I don't really think Hollywood Brown was that great anyway. So I love both the Ravens. Okay, for me, I would, I, I would, I mean, you could, I mean, you clearly said it before. My the pick I could obviously the Trayvon Walker one. I was like, whoa. Um, I have two of them. Well. Not even two. I won't even count. I'm not even going to count the London one. I would say the Washington one. Who did they take? They took um, Dotson, right? Tom Dotson, yes. Yep. And 16. to me, it was a massive reach because I thought Traylon Burks was the better player. Um, I thought a few of them were better players. Um, I think that was a reach. And this is going to shock a lot of people. I I thought Alave was a reach, too. I did, too. They, yep. In my eyes, Garrett Wilson is far and above way better than Garrett than than Olave. Um, and I don't mind what the Lions did. I just think they traded a lot of draft capital to get a receiver when they're not close to winning, and they're not a receiver away from winning. Like they traded three draft picks away to move up. They also got a third back though too. They did, but even so, though, they traded their, their second-round pick. They traded, I believe, a pick for next year, if I'm not mistaken. Like No, they what they, they did what they did was they traded the second, the their second pick. They obviously moved back. Uh, so Vikings up 30 minutes. And then all they did was swap third-round picks. Yeah, but don't you think that's a good amount of assets, don't you think, to still trade for a receiver 
when they're not a receiver away. You're right. They're not a receiver away. I actually don't think the value was that bad, though. Usually when you're leapfrogging 20 spots like that, I would have thought they would have had the trade. Yeah, I mean, look at what the the Jets moved. What did they do? They moved back into the first round. Yeah. And they literally, they swapped third-round picks with Tennessee, and they gave up one of their extra second-round picks to get back in the first. Right, and I thought that was brilliant, what the Jets did. I mean, it was was just incredible that, you know, and, you know, to to, to me, I, I, I didn't like the Dotson pick. The Williams one, listen, I love Jamison Williams. I just don't know if the Lions are a receiver a year away. But then again, they're still trying to replace Calvin Johnson. And maybe they feel when 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 Williams, they'll let him sit out this year. They'll draft the quarterback next year. And that quarterback could come in and have Jamison Williams already on the roster, I think will be helpful. But we'll see. A pick that I really – and also the New England pick was just brutal. Um, I'm not even going to go there with that one. I don't even want to touch that one. Um, it was awful. Um, I love a. I I agree with you. I love what Baltimore did. Um, I thought what Philly did was really good. Getting AJ Brown. Um, yeah. we're not gonna count that obviously, but that was a great trade for them. Um, unfortunately, it's Jalen Hurts though. He goes from Ryan Tannehill to Jalen Hurts, so it goes from worse to even worse. So you know. Um, and then to me, um. A pick that I, I I really, 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 really thought was just a a, a tremendous pick that's going to be a sleeper for a lot of people um, is, I think, um, the, 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 the linebacker from Utah. Uh, uh, or to Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah so, so, you know, I, I think he's going to be really good to be there with Josh Allen and try to and Trayvon Walker and try to form a defense that's formidable. I'm with you 100%. I did not like – I mean, I can't believe they took Trayvon Walker over Aiden Hutchinson. I just – I don't even know what the hell they were thinking doing that. Um, and I said and, – and this is not me being biased. I Jermaine Johnson is really close to being that number one edge guy. He's closer than people think. He is closer than people think. Um, go look at the, go look at the mocks. Yeah, I mean, go look at those rankings. Daniel Jeremiah had him as his ninth best overall player in the draft. Ninth. So clearly he's not far off from Thibodeau. Uh, actually, no. He had Johnson ninth, and he had Thibodeau tenth as his tenth best player. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh-huh. So clearly he likes Johnson more than Thibodeau. Um, and he had, I believe, Sauce his number two overall player, and he had Garrett okay. Wilson as I believe his fourth. So the Jets took the second, the fourth, and the ninth overall players on that list. And to me, yeah, for his list. I mean, it's and if they could get Nicole Dean, I mean, if they can, if they want to wait patiently, I doubt they will. If they want to grab a Jabu. From Michigan, they certainly can do that. Um, Brissett is the other guy from Penn State that I'm a big fan of. Um, he's a hard hitter. He's a guy that he covers ground. He 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 is a ball hog. That's the thing about Brissett from Penn State. You know, it's just so, and they might take the Central Michigan tackle. We'll see to get depth in there. 
But the guy that should be thankful right now is Makai Becton because they didn't take a tackle. They're believing in Makai. They're telling Makai, all right, listen, we didn't take Iguanu. Go out there, show these fans that you're still the elite player that you were when we drafted you because let's go like it is. Makai had a wonderful rookie season. He had a great rookie year. And, I mean, he was seen throwing around Aaron Donald in a game. He pancaked Aaron Donald in the game against the Rams. Right. Um, and then last year he, he came into practice. He was overweight, didn't fit the scheme, behind the playbook. Then he got hurt. And then it went down. This is Makai's really big chance to show the organization, okay, we didn't take a tackle. We backed you. Now back us up and show us that we – are still going to believe in you and show us your worth still because that's what it is. Because the problem is if he sucks this year, they're going to draft, they're going to have to draft the tackle again next year. And it's like a, it's just, you're spinning. You're going to keep spinning your wheels. You know, um, the other guy that I really like, I don't know how far he'll go. What's his name? Who's the center from, um, who am I thinking of speedy? A center? Yeah. Let me get it. Hold on. There, were, there weren't a lot of great center props. No, there were. Especially. There were like three. No, there were three of them. You had... All the draft analysts we had on the show were saying that the big drop-off with center. Um, the one on this list is uh, Cameron Jurgens, Alec Lindstrom. Cameron uh, Jurgens. Okay. It's, it's okay. So Cameron Jurgens. And Cole Strange, um, who uh, was, I believe, was picked. So, you know, you're not taking him. Yes. <laughs> but yes, Cameron was Jurgens is a guy that I look at, 6'3", 290. He's bigger than Linderbaum, if you could believe that. I'm out of Nebraska. So oh, yeah, yeah. Moment. I was always a concern with Linderbaum was people were worried about him being undersized center but that's I, I what think... it is and the thing is Jurgen is bigger than him yeah so you know I mean we'll see about that we'll see what goes on but Speedy I'm gonna let you go watch the draft now uh I'm gonna go watch the draft now we're gonna enjoy it I know this was a short show tonight um Lyle should be back next week we'll get full blown to the wrestling again um keep listening to the worldwide sports radio network and sports Line. Speedy thanks for man for, for stepping in tonight um really greatly appreciated of course um you know and everything like that i know you you'll recap the draft next week you got the nhl playoffs starting next week with the rangers and you got the mets and yankees both in first place so there's a lot to talk about yeah let's go rangers hopefully man we'll see they they dictate who they're playing tonight they're going to dictate are they going to play washington or are they going to play pittsburgh if they lose to washington um, and Pittsburgh loses to Columbus, they play Washington. You know, me personally, listen, Ovechkin's hurt right now, but he'll play. But Tristan Jari's hurt. Tristan Jari is yeah. hurt right now. That's a massive loss for the Pittsburgh. I don't really Pittsburgh. think it, win. I, it is a big loss, but I think it could win either way. I, uh, the Capitals aren't the same. No, I, th- I think the Raiders have a matchup in this first round. It's, it's when they get to the next round. If they have to play, yeah. I believe it would be Carolina. That's when it it's going to get very, very it'd tough. Be Carolina, I think. or if Boston upsets Carolina, then they play Boston. 
but like, that, listen, I hope Boston does upset Carolina. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be great. Or well, now hold on a second. They might not play Boston. Might not play Carolina. It might be Tampa playing Carolina. Oh, well, I don't want that either. Well, I mean, listen, if it's Tampa versus Carolina, you're gonna have a nightmare. So you you hope Toronto beats Boston tonight and Boston stays in the wild card spot. Because if Boston wins and Tampa loses to the Islanders, then Tampa versus Carolina is in the first round. So the Rangers, I don't think will win either one of those. But like I yeah. said, uh Speedy, thanks for joining us, man. I appreciate you stepping in last yes. minute. It was awesome just doing this again with you. I know the mic was a little iffy, but that's okay. We did what we could. Yeah. Um yeah, um, enjoy the draft tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, before we leave, check out how you can download and listen to us every single Friday and other programs as well. If you have an iPhone, you go to the Apple Street, type in WWSRN. If you have an Android, you go to the Google Play Street, type in Worldwide Sports. Check it out. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope. And I believe are we, we're on Twitch too, I believe, right? We are on Twitch, yes. We are on Twitch as well now. So, you know. And then, of course, on Bodyslam.net. Check us all out on there. Lyle will be back next week. Speedy will be back next week. Again, Alex is still out on a hiatus. Um, he's actually not even joining us in Vegas anymore. He's not even able oh. to make it anymore. Yeah, so he's not even. So, um, so um, and, yeah, and, and they, um, in a couple of weeks when we're out in Vegas, we are, uh, Lyle and I are actually going to do a show um, the day of Double or Nothing on Sunday. Um, and we'll see if we can. We could get uh, uh, maybe Alex to pop on. We'll see. But Lyle and I, so we're staying in the same house, but we're going to be in different rooms when we do the show. So um, we're going to do a preview of Double or Nothing in Vegas when we're out there in a couple of weeks from Memorial Day weekend. So check that out for sure. Keep checking out all the different programs on WWSRN and on BodySame.net. You got a lot of drafts up next week with Sports Live Mouse, with The Weekend Crunch, with Weapons Hot, and uh, – Everything like that. So check it out. Yeah. Enjoy your weekend, ladies and gentlemen, for Speedy uh, PD. Josh, I just want to say something. Quick. Yeah, go um, for it. I just want to say, um, yes, we're on Tuesday going to have a draft panel of a lot of the draft analysts we've had on the show, like all at once, recapping the NFL draft, doing the recaps, draft grade, like that oh, prospect man, analysis. We've, we already have three of them at the moment, and maybe you can have more. We'll see. Oh, God. I'm waiting, I'm waiting to be asked. God, so you know, yeah, Errol knows better. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but thanks, man, for joining us tonight. I appreciate yes, it. it was a lot of fun and enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the baseball, enjoy the hockey coming up, enjoy the rest of the NFL draft. Um, just have fun with it. And, ladies and gentlemen, have a great, safe, wonderful, happy weekend. This is Off the Met on the Worldwide Sports Rare Network. And on bodyslam.net. I don't know if you have the Kenny Omega thing tonight, Speedy. If you do, you can play it. All right, Kenny, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great weekend. Enjoy. We'll talk to you next week. I must beat you at you. And good. Thank you for listening to Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, your source for all things wrestling and sports entertainment. It, it, it's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Of course, my kid's in the right car seat. Well, I think he 